woman. So, you know what? You're attractive, and that's all that matters. Exactly. I'm just gonna throw. Oh, wow, We're that's co- that's cocky. By the way, you're 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 like exactly. Of course I am. That's strong. For the first time in Thomas's life, he wants to be pegged. Not first time. Anyway, <laughs> oh jeez, we we're starting off well in this podcast. Let's just say nice Ryan's the exception. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I had to have a very specific kind of person for this for you. I was like, who, what guest am I going to have? The always there, the one that I know can handle anything I throw at her. Ellen, as always, and we're joined with Lauren, the one and only. I'm sorry, Thomas. I should have never have doubted you who you would pair me up with. This is perfect. I don't know. I, I had I had a lot of uh, people that I wanted to throw in there, and I had some ideas of what we we're going to do, but um, that mm-hmm. ended up, yeah. Have the challenge of who can make the person feel more uncomfortable first. This, this is weird coming from the woman that is, quote unquote, social. What, what is your quote? Socially awkward. I have social anxiety or something to that effect. Oh, no. Just at the grocery stores when I get social anxiety because I'm always worried that any minute it's going to be the end of the world and everybody's going to be running and fighting for the food. And I'm not ready for that Mad Max future yet. I feel like if you're at the grocery store, you're, you're like already three steps ahead because you have half the things in your basket. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I got orange juice and eggs and all this crap. And then the person that's driving from five miles away and ready to shoot somebody, he's not going to get there until the time you're already like left and checked out. So it doesn't matter. But I don't know if like the lady in the scooter right next to me is going to try and use her scooter to run me over and then take my food. Matter of fact, the scooters are the problem in my grocery store run. Like, move your big fat ass out of the way. It's really distracting, the scooter thing, having that in the way. No, this comes from um, when you went dancing and you said, oh, I got so- the social anxiety or social uh, foibles. Oh, having to know where all the exits are type yeah. thing? Yeah. I do remember that conversation. Oh, I, I always check to see where the exits, where the exits are. are. That is a sign of a serial killer, by the way. You know that, right? So is taking your coffee black. Uh, yeah, that's true. Mm, mm. I, there are a few of those little um, details and things about, oh, uh, yeah, coffee, black, liking bitter, dark chocolate, things like that. Mm. That and Not uh, masturbating enough. <laughs> not <laughs> masturbating. Ooh, I don't know. Um, I'm masturbating right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> not masturbating, not doing whatever. Uh, that, say, you're a serial killer, and I'm, I'm really on that scale. I am really on that scale. You know what I mean? So, eh, whatever. Just don't be surprised if uh, somebody winds up dead that's close to us. <laughs> As we I'm both sorry, look but at that each could other. really be anybody here. Uh, the, the three of us could be serial okay. killers? Yeah. No, I, I feel like Ellen is the one that couldn't. Either two of Me? us are going to really? team up together and take the other one out, or we're all three going to try and take each other out. Can we make a pact and just say the three of us could just, we'll just ride together? Boom, ride or die. Until it becomes it comes down to the last of us, the three of us, and then we have to kill each other, and then we figure that For out. survival. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can work with that. Yeah. As a side note, you two would have to take take on me. Uh, I don't. I don't. I, I don't, think we could do it. I don't I think like we could do it with too. Ellen's charms. <laughs> Nobody can charm me. My sexual questioning. <laughs> <laughs> Your sexual what? Questioning. 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 Is that the right Questioning? word? Is that the word you want to use there? Wait, is uh, contempt the word I want to use here? Confusion? Sexual confusion? Contempt. Contempt, contempt? is the word. Yeah. No, like, I don't think so. Yeah, no, that, Control issues? Is that the word I want to use here? Contempt is like... I, I know what contempt means, Ellen. Contempt is like when you're watching a Matthew McConaughey movie <laughs> and you're expecting it to be better than it is. <laughs> Wait, what? You just realize it's Matthew McConaughey. It doesn't get better than <laughs> it. It doesn't. He, in defense, 
abs, chest. He's got the body. He's got the looks. Oh he's no, got, he's got the body. And he's got and he can kind of like he can kind of act, but it's it's never gonna surprise no, you. It's no. like it's like that level of like, all right, he can play a few things and he looks good, but he's never gonna blow your mind about how interesting right. or like mm, this is his a- newest romantic comedy movie the dark tower i don't think <laughs> a sensual side note if that was i think a lot of ovaries and or penises would explode if matthew mcconaughey kissed idris elba that's that's oh a pretty God. hot situation right there i'm not gonna lie idris elba idris elba no, that man that's that's a man crush for me straight up the idea for today's sort of podcast came from a, a paper that Lauren had to write potentially for her thesis, not a thesis, but for graduating high college. Damn it. You're not that young. <laughs> Moving on from middle school. Yeah, yeah. I was doing a paper for college. College. Yes. During a going away party. Oh, yeah, yeah. So actually at the party with my laptop writing the paper. She, she was while the head. everybody else was. Head of the party, by the way. Head of the party is this woman. This is also the party that we found out that Snapchat's racist. Oh yeah, yeah. For for the, those of you who don't know, Snapchat is Snapchat is super racist and will not pick up my for the filters. You know, you all out there with your dog things and your bunny ears and your cat whatever. We we sat. I think I've told the story on the podcast, but we sat with Ellen's phone, nice new, beautiful, shiny iPhone, like something nice. She put it, turned it towards herself. She got the little dog ears and the and the clown nose and whatever. She turned it to me. Nothing. nothing. <laughs> wow. We turned it. We turned it to you, Lauren. And, and Did boom, you? I think so. We I turned. Think you we, were still working on your computer. And you weren't really looking up, but it still gave you ears. And we it, tried just, every white wow. person there, and uh, and Amber and Michael and Jim and everybody. Just oh, it, it totally worked. Just back over to me. Nothing, nothing doing. Nothing. <laughs> It was. It wasn't like the most well lit place in the world, but well, there you go, Snapchat. I know how you. Though your paper was written on, was actually written on society and social media or something to that effect. Yeah, how social media has affected the world. All right, let's let's talk about that. How has social media affected the world? Well, we see millennials, you know, doing that whole stupid selfie selfie pose where they're like breaking their necks and. All right, all right, good. Movie. Enough of that shit. Yeah. What was the actual thing you were thinking about writing about that you didn't <laughs> write about? Uh, that no, that none uh, of us can actually remember now. By the way, it's no, all that uh, none of us can remember. But it's gonna be great. Um, you texted you me. You don't and, remember, do you? Yellow? No, I do remember your paper that you actually wrote. Something to the effect of of how pornography is shaping the world, or why masturbation increases gets increases or decreases. I mean, hopefully, it prevents schizophrenia, but. It might increase schizophrenia. I don't know. I f- we are if you all start discovering talking to your penis. Then maybe it'll I, create. We're I, discovering a new us when we look at porn. We're discovering new about ourselves that we didn't know. Ellen, I feel that's sexist. You could talk to your vulva when you're when you're out there doing your thing. I don't know. I do talk to my <laughs> penis when I'm masturbating. I tell it like, listen, you can scream. Nobody's around. <laughs> Hence why I live by myself. I literally pay twice as much in rent just so I can jerk off with the bedroom door open. That's the only reason I do that. Um, in Thomas's hand, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mom, please don't listen to this episode. Anyway. Uh, this title of the episode that mom, do not listen to this. <laughs> the, the non-mom episode. Oh, geez. Of course, we're, we're changing. You, you said I, I lost Well, if you think you about our grandparents, like our grandparents didn't even sleep in the same bed. Most grand, like my grandparents didn't. Are you kidding me? 
Actually, that's true. My grandparents is, don't sleep in the same bed either. Is that am I am I just learning this right now? Our grandparents didn't sleep in the same bed. They didn't want what? They had like didn't you ever see that movie Pleasantville or whatever where like there's two separate beds or two separate twin beds? That's the stupidest shit in the world. Why right? would that why would that be a thing? No, well, but, you know, back then they didn't have condoms and you didn't want to have any more kids, so what do you do? But they also didn't talk about sexuality at all. Like they didn't talk about like you know, anything besides on your wedding night, this is going to happen. We're not going to tell you what exactly happens, but it's going to happen. I always feel like that's a weird position to be in because we all exist. Didn't nobody draw us into the world. You know what I mean? Like as much as our grandparents said like, oh, this, no, no. You, we can't think of your grandparents or even your parents as sexual beings. Like mm, I have three brothers and sisters they were getting down at some point. And that wasn't just like a, well, our first time we just knocked out of the park. No, this they, they've gone on a few a few excursions to uh, to uh, Shaftesburg. Yes, so I have a friend who's, who complains about uh, his not really married. I don't, they're like Wiccan married. I don't understand. What, whoa, 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 what's Wiccan married? Like they did like this whole thing where they were supposed to get married a year and a day after when they made this other pledge. They never actually did do the year and a day later. But anyway, he complains about not getting enough from her. Okay. And he's like, oh my gosh, we haven't had sex in so long. I'm like, you have two children. So obviously you do have sex enough to produce two said children. So at least twice. (laughs) At least twice. At least twice. But based on you previously complaining about not having great sperm count, I'm going to assume it's more than twice to have the two children. Somewhere in the universe... The average is eight times a month for like a married couple or something to that effect. Um, I would I would be a mm, smarter. Really? I'd be a smarter man if I it, though Sorry. that number could <laughs> <laughs> that number again. Sorry, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not telling you which way that goes. Could be up, could be down. Could be down. It's always down. It, it, he well, listen, being down is fine as long as other things go down. Hey yo. Him, he oh, goes okay. down. Yeah, yeah. His his <laughs> entire self goes down is the joke right there. Well, I think that's skewed by um, children and and age and things like that. Because after a certain point of resp- with enough responsibility, that number's going to sink down. Because when you're 25 and married, you have nothing better to do. Like we should just have sex tonight. Because why not? You know. Whereas when you have 10 year olds who are going to burst into your room, you got. I'm Mommy and Daddy were just hugging. Doing the special We were just hugs. wrestling. I really. Mommy was doing a suplex on Daddy. It's fine. <laughs> we're going to have a yappa pie strap. <laughs> a yappa pie strap match. Your job is to try and get it before Thomas does. <laughs> this is a ladder match now. I'm going to get. Oh. Hell in a cell. I feel like that's what you said earlier. And it's about um, we're all discovering things about ourselves. I think I disco- discovered right now that I want to be involved with a woman that could potentially have a TLC-type WWE match with me. I just want to see, like, throw that out there to, like, fourth okay, fourth yeah. date as we're kind of, like, getting, like, hey, so sex might happen. How do you feel about climbing a ladder and grabbing a briefcase uh, that's full of, like, what do they call them? Marital aids, and just seeing where that takes us. Marital aids. <laughs> Marital aids. That's what they're, that's what they're called. Uh, that's what uh, they're going to be referred to on this podcast, so I guess. not like a hustler loot crate? That those are yeah, those are full of marital aids. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What What do you think? What do you think? A, what do you think a hustler loot crate is full of? I don't know. We could put some stilettos in there. That's maybe fair. some bug 
Yeah, that, that's a marital aid. That that's 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 pirates movie that I'd watch. Yeah, it's that's that's an aid for your marriage. Marital aid. Yeah, helps it out. Yeah, see, yeah. marital aid. Oh, yeah. That's that's see, see, yeah. yeah. You can't just say dildos, whatever you want. You gotta like spice it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, you have to use occasionally slide it in like, there. Yeah. That phrasing, by the way, phrasing. No, I'm learning stuff about myself. <laughs> learning stuff about myself as we speak that I don't want to know. You do want to know. Good, good thing that uh, I'm going to edit that out. Um, <laughs> it's staying in. Oh, jeez. Okay. Lauren, Thomas. before, back in the day when you were a single, young, happy woman, you're not now. You're this old, old, dried up husk of a witch now. Um, it's me. What was your go-to date? Like, if you had to, if you had to get a guy... Mack him and, and and seduce him and get him get him on your team or girl whatever. Um, what did you what did you always ask him out to do? Wow, that's so hard to think about. What did you before Ryan? It was pretty much either I'm in love with the, it's like a puppy. Like uh, it's like a puppy. Like we, a puppy. We, in defense, we are kind of like puppies. Yeah. See, so they're like either asexual or B. I knew what I wanted, and I chase it, but I didn't know what to do with it when I got it. <laughs> the the yeah the the dog chasing the mail truck or whatever yeah that, that's kind of me. Oh, okay. When I was in China, went on a date with this girl. Okay. Rode on the back of her bicycle. She took me to this nice park. There was a lake. She laid out all these candles and then put. Oh, a, whoa! How many dates have you gone? Did you go on with this woman? like one or two and she's laying out candles in a park jesus oh yeah Christ. no she went all out she like, is going put the candles she's, she's in going this in rock a... that just reflected off of the leg she made me this crown made out of flowers you retroactively you didn't marry her <laughs> <laughs> isn't, that oh, a, isn't that illegal see, in china see they'll just cut your head off for that <laughs> you, you kiss another woman in china they'll just cut your head off about a week later she's... she went missing I'm not joking about this. A good Her phone number was out of service. She didn't leave any letters or emails or if anything. You're listening to this now, room. Chinese girl. Red Star. <laughs> if you're out there. If you're out there listening to a podcast from Cincinnati, holy Let shit. Let us know that you're still alive. That, that you probably, of a language you probably don't understand at all. Sure. Oh no, she understands English. It's probably not the way we say it. Not Mar- She wouldn't understand what marital aids are. I was confused by marital aids. Yeah, exactly. You know? And you're native. You're native, so she doesn't. She doesn't understand this podcast. Wait, what were we? Yeah, so so Red Star kind of set the bar for me. I think that's probably what I do for somebody like on a date before I got married. Like, take them out, do all this arts and crafts, Michael store shit. Arts and crafts, Michael store really, shit. Really, really, what the kicker is. If you can sit them down on the couch, make a nice bag of popcorn, get them some wine, turn on the TV. It's getting sexy. And if you play a Serbian film and they don't God leave, damn it. God damn it. That's Always how you with know they Okay. Before we get into the explanation of that, have you, you've seen Serbian film, yeah? I've seen Serbian film. I know that our, our good friend Jim, I, uh, just leave it right there. I know our good friend Jim has asked you to be on, on a show talking about that. Has he seen it yet? Oh, no. Oh, hell no. So you are. If wh- he did, he'd be a changed man. You wouldn't recognize him. Everybody's a, you're a changed man because of that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, well, okay, let's, let's talk I about this. I can't say I'm a better person because You're of not. Me. Well, I don't know. No, no. How did you, how did that come up, by the way? 
Oh, somebody said, hey, have you seen a Serbian film? And God. I said, no. Damn it. God. Like, you should watch it. it. I'm like, cool. This, uh, you, oh. I'm quite confused. Everybody, oh. okay, <laughs> st- start with this. Everybody listening, do not look this up. Do not look it do up. Do not look this like, up. The government may come to your house if you even watch a scene on YouTube. Oh, no, no, no. Fine. Let the government come to your house. Let them take you away. That's not the worst of it. Serbian film is that, it's like the aristocrat's joke. Is you, it? Uh, well, in this re- in this respect, it's this one joke is needlessly filthy and over the top. And okay, it starts with this family of circus performers going out, and then the little boy starts. He spreads his ass cheeks and shits all over the place, and the mother does a thing and and sh- throws her tampons at people and the whatever. It's it's just way over the top, right? Okay. So Serbian film is that idea of it is violent. And graphic and so repulsive. But when you're thinking of, oh, they probably show rape and they probably show, you know, people getting their heads blown off and blah, blah, blah. It is a thousand times worse than what you're imagining. So for the record, do not Google that. So you know how in order for Voldemort to become immortal, he has to create <laughs> horcruxes. Yes. And in order to create Horcruxes, he has to kill people, and that splits his soul. Yes. And then he puts those pieces of his soul into the items. <laughs> well, a Serbian film is kind of like your Horcrux. Like, every time you watch it, your soul just tears apart little by little, and it, you die on the inside. It's As a thing, as a thing, Ellen, there, there was an era when you could get your friends with things like this. What is the worst... We know yours is Serbian film, Lauren, but <laughs> what's your worst thing that you, like the, the, the limit that you hit with your friends that emailed you something and said, click this link, that thing from, you know, back in the day, that picture or that video, what, what have you seen that like, mm, that was too far? Ugh, I watched Human Centipede and I was like, no. That's, that's pretty I, far. That's pretty far. Mm-hmm. I didn't even watch the full, like the full movie. I watched the condensed movie where it was still like, I don't know, like 40 minutes, maybe not like the full length. I, I feel like why did you why did you start with that and then not just back? I out? watched all the the whole like forty minute clip like the what who were you trying to impress? I wasn't trying. I was just like horrified, fascinated. Oh jeez, that's uh, it's really one of those things where once you start watching it, you can't look but then away. I couldn't believe that they made extras like there's Human Centipede three, right? Oh yeah. Well, uh, it I, goes. I feel like far. that's kind of like the Saw series in the respect that. One is holy shit, and then the sequel's kind of like you, you've we've already treaded this water, it's not as shocking anymore. But, um, no, that human That's centipede, nice. I, I, the concept of having an anus, the, the, the excrement situation is just way, way too much. I'm like, I can't think that's so uh, no, don't need to see any more of that, don't need to see any more of that. Now yeah. that we're all queasy on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gee, thanks, Lauren. We've done well. Whatever. We'll, thanks, Thomas. You're the one who asked me the question. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. Eh, whatever. That's human centipede is, is fine. We we my listeners are not shocked by by that level. They're, sh- hopefully, they don't look up. Human. Please don't look up a Serbian now. Oh, by the way, they're going to now. Oh, that, I know. Here's I know. the thing. Here's the thing. But I just want to put a disclaimer out there. Don't watch it. Hey, if you still have some dignity. If you still have some hope in humanity, <laughs> you will not watch this. Uh, for the record, I didn't look it up because these things are not safe for life. 
But um, yeah, don't look up the Pain Olympics. Don't look up Mr. Hands. And don't look, I, I forget what the other things are. Those Lemon Party, Blue Waffle. Those are like tame compared to whatever whatever this the fuck the Pain Olympics this are. Because think about that, the Pain Olympics. It is, um, yeah, don't look that up. Even though you're, now you're going to, it's in your mind. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, so what did we learn? Okay, anyway, society and, and whatever and social, social media. Social media-ish. Where do you stand on how much you put out there of yourself um, in, in the world? What, what, what level is fine and, what, and when it comes back to bite you, do you have any responsibility to say, you know what, I was Instagramming all fucking day. Now this is what I get. You know what I mean? I definitely believe we're all responsible for what we put on social media. I think if you're trying to market your talents and your skills, that's acceptable. But then when you're like the ring bling, bling ring, that Emma Watson like movie where you're like, oh, I'm at such and such's house that I'm not supposed to be at. Just oh, drink a bag of few kegs. <laughs> I, I feel like you didn't li- listen to that number, by the way. I was drinking a few kegs. I feel Only like, a few. Okay, now we realize you are an alcoholic, but sure. <laughs> then maybe it's like, uh, first of all, we didn't need to know that. Second of all, you just incriminated yourself. Why'd you go and do that? I, again, it's why I keep uh, names off this podcast, because there is repercussions for this. Is there, because it's, it's new, it's a new frontier. The real question you should be asking is, have we created a safe space for autonomous hatred? Yes. That's a good question. That, wh- I feel like okay, it's too you, easy. You, you, boom. Are, all right, boom. We now have two regular co-hosts on this because you just had a great question. Now I only have a spot for one other extra <laughs> jerk. I don't know. Have we? Yeah, for sure. We can We can, We can. can now spout hatred behind the, behind the wall? Like, you see? Like anyone who goes on Facebook right now, it's shocking. Like how many opinions are out there that are just so hateful. Either which I don't care which way you lean, but like a lot of people, politic wise or just like talking about anything that happens on the world, you get the all this hatred. It's not like they're gonna do anything about it. Like none of these people who are spouting off this hatred are trying to make a change in the world. They're just expressing their hatred. One of the things that, that I have been really, uh, I've gravitated towards in the you know, 21st century, the best thing that's ever happened, because I'm kind of a weirdo freak outlier myself. Whatever I am, that's fine. Get your freak on. Yeah. I've connected with people that, that have similar interests to me, that have similar feelings, mindscapes. I now have this stupid podcast that I put out, and I can do what, I can be myself without fear of, of being socially outcast. There, there's a, a community for me. It's because there are people out there that think like me. But as we are seeing right now, people with the worst thoughts in the world also have a community for them. It, are we, is there more good than bad about having more access to people that are like-minded? It's, it's difficult to say because if we're going to go back to the whole like sexual aspect of social We are, yes, media, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... Like, people with fetishes that didn't know that it was, like, an ex- somewhat acceptable thing. They can find their own community where they can express themselves with other like-minded people and not be afraid of experimenting or doing whatever. And so that's really great that they don't have to feel like they're hiding a part of themselves. However, then you have the opposite side where it's 
people who are just trying to live their normal lives and then they're getting cyberbullied. Yeah. Because people feel like they have that, oh, well, there's a computer screen between me and them. They can't stop me from saying all this bullshit about other people. So it's difficult. I, I want to believe that it's done more for the world. It, it's, it's that naivety of saying, hey, this has got to be good. This has got to be a thing. I think that because I can watch on ESPN 8, the Ocho, a full community of people that like watch the Paper, Rock, Scissors championships or whatever, <laughs> which, by the way, super real. Uh, go, oh, no, that's a thing. Yeah, go Google that, by the way. Don't Google it. There's any. a whole strategy for it, too. <laughs> yeah, there's like, mathematically, people always throw scissors or some stupid nonsense. Or that people are likely to double like down a, or something crazy. Most people are likely to throw a rock, so try and always throw paper. It, why were, you, were you studying this at some point? Oh, yeah. I was going to be like the top-notch champion <laughs> of rock, paper, scissors. It, wh- by and the way, then, after that, rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. No, That's no, where no. my life was going to go, bro. Wait, lizard? Yeah, lizard, Spock. I feel like I've, I've, heard, of, I've heard of Spock. What, what Bang, the hell's, theory. What the hell's lizard? Hold on. I'm going to have to oh, pull this God. up. Oh, otherwise. now we got to wait. But anyways, while, while I'm doing while that. While you're doing that, just, I've got I've to hold the weight of the show. Thanks. It's <laughs> because oh, it's my show. You are, yeah, you, well, you're Thomas, my. I love how bare your walls are. They're going to look great covered in blood. Yeah, they do. They usually do. Uh, <laughs> you see, again, we've established that this is my fetish from the last young lady I dated, but whatever. So not, not a big deal. If you, if you just dye your hair platinum blonde, which that's a real giveaway, but you know what? Dye your hair platinum blonde uh, for me. No, see where, see where no. it takes us. I think I'll just dye it, you know, teal or purple. You've done, you've done a lot of colors. Platinum blonde's not in you? No. Nah, because that requires actually bleaching my hair, and that's one of my phobias. Really? It damages your hair really bad. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. Why don't you just, mm-hmm. why don't you just cut it all off? Because it takes forever. You know how long it took <laughs> to grow yeah, this no. mane? Yeah, yeah. This mane. Like 10 years. For the record, her, her hair is literally four inches long. So, oh, yeah, it goes yeah. all the way down to my butt. At four, At four inches <laughs> long. She has a very small <laughs> neck and back, apparently. Hit me with this. What is something that uh, that scared you when you were a little tiny baby girl? Something really goofy that scared you when you were a little tiny baby girl. Something goofy? Yeah. Like, why were you afraid? You know, the, the illogical kid, kid, kids are logical. Yeah. Yeah. Not 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 so currently. Not dogs. No, not let's let's not say dogs. Like when you were a kid, you know, like uh, when I was when I was a kid. Um, and I, I I wish I knew the name of those the Chuck E. Cheese monsters scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> I. I hated them so much. There was a Chuck E. Cheese, not so bad. Um, there's a purple guy that I did not like, and I think there's a bear guy. What wasn't, wasn't happy with those things? And uh, my brother had to to be there with me and have me say, "Go up to the, the Chuck E. Cheese monsters and tell them you're not afraid of them." And I did, and I was never afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> we're so proud of you, Todd. Yay! Yeah, that ch- those Chuck man, they were frightening. Thank you, thank you. Those Chuck E. Cheese monsters were, oh boy, they were something. I don't know. I can top that. No, whatever. I mean, whatever. You, what do you have? What do you have? When you were a little tiny baby. Well, before the, my parents got divorced, my mom was married to a really strict Baptist. Okay. And he would always instill, uh, demons are all around us. The devil is within you. Blah, blah, blah. Don't play with those card capto tarot cards. <laughs> That's fine. So, I don't know. I guess 
things like the Ouija board and that's pretty good. Yeah. the existence of demons would scare me as a little kid. That's fine. That's fine. Sometimes the attic door would open and be like, ah, it's... I feel, like, I feel like I feel like that's you're just sandbagging that whole concept. Like, oh yeah, sometimes the attic door would open and a ghost would fly around and drink oh, our no, milk. It was but that's fine. Just the wind. Um, no, I didn't really? get dragged across the ceiling. No, but the, the ghost could have just like hear the carpet wrestle. The ghost could have just wanted some cookies or something. And you're just coming in like, oh, take cookies. Oh, and leave. you know what? Speaking of cookies, I do have an irrational fear that still exists today. Nice. Well, that's also Santa one. Of, Claus. What, that's one Santa of the questions. Claus. That's one of the questions I also ask. But this is a different question. You're afraid of Santa Claus? Yes. Why? He's a fat red bastard who just <laughs> infiltrates your house yeah, through like, the chimney, I might add. And even if there's not a chimney, he still finds a way to get in. And then he has the audacity to eat your Keebler cookies. He, you set them out for him. No, I didn't. Yeah, why are you? I set them out for me. Why? Why did you take? Because them to your in the room? morning for breakfast. <laughs> in the morning. That's not a very healthy breakfast. I don't want to take the time to take them out of the closet. Cookies. <laughs> so I set them out for myself, uh, and then when I wake up the next morning, he's they're just gone. You should know he's he's coming then, on twenty fourth, regardless. You know that, right? In the back of my head, all I can think of is there was an old fat man who could have salted me in my sleep. He knows when I'm sleeping. He knows when I'm awake. But the beauty of that is he's just he's just out there munching cookies. Like hmm. he he's literally watching over your bed. Or, no, that's super creepy though. Now. Maybe he's mm, eating the cookies and watching you while you sleep. Yeah, he's, that's correct. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's not that crazy. Ellen. Yes. When you were a tiny little baby, something goofy that scared you. I was afraid of wolves coming into my bedroom. W- wolves that's a coming legit- in that's a legit fear. It's a legit but illogical fear because we're, how the hell were wolves going to get yes, into my didn't house? Yes, didn't you live in the city, like hard city oh, when you were, no, no, you, no, I you grew, grew up in, in the like, countryside. Not, I don't know if it's countryside. You grew up in a city, but not like I was, I was, country. What is it? You weren't chopping logs down to like restructure your house or whatever, were you? No, but and, I did have a stack of firewood. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> you you were afraid of wolves coming into your house. Yes. Uh, so wh- I would want to sleep with my bedroom door closed because I was afraid the wolves were going to come up the stairs and come into my bedroom. I feel like kids should sleep with their bedroom door closed at any at any rate. Back on quasi subject. What <laughs> is so I have and I've said billions of times before and I'll say it again. I'm so opposed to to social media. Because I feel like I want to connect with people. Do you feel like you still connect with your your main? Are your relationships that you have devalued because of what's happening electronically? Like, do you draw a line between an electronic relationship and a physical relationship? Well, the funny thing is, for me, if it's strictly only electronic relationship, I'm probably not going to be friends with that person okay. because we don't spend any actual physical time together. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I wouldn't say it devalues that person's relationship. I'm sure there are a lot of people in the world who have like online relationships and maybe they're happy with that. Maybe it's no different than having a physical relationship. But for me... Like, my closest friends and I will communicate both physically and through social media half and half. Right. And then there are some people who will only communicate via social media. And when we do, you know, they create events, and then I go and I see them in real life. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. And I just, I, I'm kind of the same way, but I know there's a great contingent of people that have virtual relationships all, just all day. Because that's, and I think the 21st century allows for that. 
maybe 10 years ago, I would have said, that's stupid. How dare you just have like your, your guild that you run with in Warcraft or, or your friends that you have through this messaging board or blah, blah, blah. Until I started seeing how much time people spend with these people. There are some people that, that are really into MMOs or online gaming, and they spend more time with those people because that's the, that is their hobby and that's what they love. And they do this and they do it more than they, they ever are with their friends that are have close proximity to them. So now I'm kind of in a point where I'm coming off of it a little. And I don't know if that's me being accepting of it and just saying I can't fight City Hall or it's just me getting into it more knowing that that it is a valid relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I wait, wait. Did you did you ever do online dating? Yes. Did you ever do online dating? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you mean online dating in a typical online dating now, where you're actually going on dating apps, or that you're playing a game and then you start dating someone mm. from the game? That's a good. Question. That's a good question. Wait, what? What have you done? I had a boyfriend that I met through Guy Online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and we actually did for like two and a half years. Two and a half years. Wait, yeah. did you? Where did he, where did he, did he live close to you or far away? What, um, what was that, what was that distance like? It was four hours originally apart and then it changed to six hours apart when we were in college. How did that relationship form? How did you decide to go towards, towards dating in that respect? If you had a situation where, you know, you were like, well, we understand this proximity is going to be an issue and you decided to go through and, and date. How did that work out? Uh, so it was like in high school and. Um, I think it was like junior year of high school. Started playing the game Gaia Online. Shout out to Ga- Go Gaia people. <laughs> no, uh, nobody knows that. Everybody's just like, what the sh- fuck is Gaia? I'm still friends with some people from fuck, Gaia. Fuck, fuck, fuck Gaia. It's like, it's like better than fuck. Neopets, okay? It's oh. better than Neopets. Oh, Neopets. <laughs> fuck wow, too. I had a Neopet name, Joaquin. Joaquin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was a Neopet a bird? like this weird bat alien dragon creature yeah, yeah like kind of like you know a mythical bird of fire oh no not a phoenix damn it damn it it would have it worked what you should have named it anyway I, um, ah, it's right there so started talking to him online i don't really remember how we decided to like meet up but um just started talking all the time started talking on i think aim next after outside of gaia and then <laughs> Um, started talking on the phone and then decided to go and meet up for homecoming. And so I went to visit him for homecoming and went as his date, like (laughs) first time meeting him, I think. Wow. That is strong. But I brought back up with me. I brought two girls with me. (laughs) Um, but it's actually a joke between the girls that went with me and Mal. Like, Hey, you remember that time that we drove to Pennsylvania randomly and like met this guy and went to a dance? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. We all we all have that like oh I don't know. This was also during that? a time when there wasn't as strict rules about people who are under the age of eighteen getting hotel rooms. Mm. Wait, ri- hmm. That's mm. weird. Yeah. Wait, wait hey, How was that ever was a that? thing? Now it's like you have to be 21 or 20 in some states to I get a hotel room. I'm so happy huh. I'm old now that I don't have to worry about any of these fucking yeah, rules. Yeah, because I think like right after I turned 
20 something, like 22, 21, I found out that if you're under 21, some states will not let you rent a hotel room. Interesting. And I'm like, that's crazy because some people move out on their own at 17. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, dated him for a while. My mom found out prom of senior year that my boyfriend, who I talked to all the time, was not actually only a couple cities over, but that he was a whole state away. (laughs) (laughs) Where was the the line that you drew regarding there are probably people that you were interested in or some have some value that were right next door to you, that were in your city, in your town or whatever. Uh Why, Why not establish something with them why not why not go after them i don't know i think it's just like because you like at least for me we didn't start out with the intention of dating Mm -hmm. it was like you just talked a bunch and then you decided to talk more about other things not related to your mutual interest which in that case was the game (laughs) yeah i don't know i thought he was gonna be the one too like i was for sure that we were gonna get married the whole (laughs) shebang Wait, wait, wait. Want to back this up here. Lauren, and you're married now, so none of this matters. <laughs> Outside of this this one that got murdered in China or whatever. Um, Red Star, if you're out there, <laughs> say something. <laughs> say something. Uh, give me a small little story about one of the ones that got away. You mean aside from Red Star? Yeah, no, she didn't get away. She she got taken. Um, <laughs> she got take, she got taken from me. She didn't get away. She got taken. That's, one of the small. ones that got away? Yeah. The only one I can think of is in high school, first year of high school, there was a girl named Misty. Okay. And back then she wore like all the emo goth <laughs> punk clothes. <laughs> Typical Misty. So yeah, that's oh classic I Misty. I was in love with Misty. Ah, ah, like ah, ah, she had the plastic bats from Halloween that she would just safety pin to her piano belt. All right, yo so, my god! <laughs> I, you can see her now, right? Her uh, glasses. I. It's a very specific image I have of you, and then it's like, okay, what is she attracted to? And it's a very I can see exact. Go ahead, go on. Oh well, the. Uh, the thing of the story is she didn't even know I existed. No, that's true. Oh. I know. Oh. But every day in French class, I just watch her walk by my desk and she'd sit down and, you know, I'd daydream about us having two-story house, six kids. What, how old up. were you? <laughs> like 13, 14. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what, what kind of weird, like, the two-story house, I guess. So uh, anyways, I found out she married, like, a... U.S. Marine. How dare she? I know, right? God. That bitch. Uh, go, uh, I'm sorry, right. Misty. Uh, for, uh, for, the re- for the record, it's Veterans Day, dating the podcast. So uh, <laughs> shout out to all the uh, soldiers that are out there protecting us. Fuck the Marines, quote, quote unquote, Lauren. What? Um, no. <laughs> you took away my dream. You took away my woman. Just went. Okay. For all the veterans out there, <laughs> go fuck thank yourself. Thank you for your service. I bet it is. Except for the one who took Misty away. I'm, fuck you, bitch. I'm, I'm coming sure for she, you. I'm pretty sure she was a very classy woman that, oh, yeah, that probably nice. let. Wore Mist- the trip pants. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that probably let Misty do body shots off of her or whatever. It was probably a great relationship that, that is probably lasting right now. You've had some. I actually met up with a guy relatively recently from an online game. That you thought was going to be the one? No, I didn't think he was going to be the one, but I was with the intention of possibly dating. All right. Well, what's 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 your story of one of the ones that got away? Oh, the one that from Guy Online. That that that's that one. 
Yeah. I'm still actually a little sad about it. He's engaged to his girl fiance, well, girlfriend. Girl fiance. <laughs> girl fiance. That's, that's, He's uh, engaged to a girlfriend. Okay, that's no, that's that, that's that's pretty sweet. Um I used to wish him happy birthday on his birthday for years after we broke up. And Aww. I just started like once they got engaged, I'm like, it might be creepy still for me to keep sending him happy birthday wishes, so maybe I won't. It's I <laughs> I think my standard is the year after we break up, I give him the happy birthday. You know, the next the very next birthday. Next, very next birthday, thank you. Give him the happy birthday, like, hey, this is official. Happy birthday. Do it again the next year. Like, okay, happy birthday. Kind of without too much fanfare, just like, hey, you still exist. And then after that, I no, nothing. Oh, you would wish me happy birthday too. I mean, we're still friends on Facebook, actually. <laughs> They're coming back full Facebook. circle here. Oh. <laughs> uh, um wait. So wait, does his wife also wish you a happy birthday? No. Um, Beyonce. They're just engaged. Actually, she's also from Gaia Online. (laughs) (laughs) So he is whoring out on Gaia Online. He is just just slanging it out there. Um, Lauren, how many languages do you speak, by the way? I speak a little bit of Spanish, tiny bit of French, some Chinese, and... A little bit more Japanese. Japanese, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I didn't. No segue there. Just by the way. <laughs> no, well, because we talked about about French class and whatnot, and 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 now I've, I've learned today about you that you took French in high school and you went to China and mm-hmm. what? How did wait? Was that just a was that a college trip or something? Or yeah. So a study abroad. Actually, I was taking Japanese at the time, and I was trying to do a study abroad because at Miami you have to do a study abroad program in order to graduate with an international studies degree. Yeah. So I was trying to go to Japan, but for some reason I got a scholarship to go to China instead. I'm like, well, it's not what I intended, but I'll just go where the money goes. And everybody's like, oh, don't worry, everybody in China speaks English, which, by the way, Nobody in China speaks English. <laughs> Everybody in Japan speaks English. Know that much? Yeah, they do. They do. Um, wait. Side note: What was the most? Uh, um, what was the most rewarding? Not rewarding. What was the most pleasantly surprising thing about about China? What was the most disappointing thing about China? The most rewarding thing about China probably was the food. Yeah. The food's amazing. Like, when you first get there, you eat it, and you feel like, oh, this is just like Chinese buffet. I can get this anytime, anywhere in my hometown. And then when you come home, you realize, oh, that Chinese food tastes nothing like buffet at all. It took you, it took you coming back home and try like, you had it in your, taste in your mouth, went there, said, yeah, it tastes the same. You came back and realized it was not the same. Well, I mean, it... It helps when you're over there and you're eating food and like halfway through you just realize you got to stop asking what you're eating and just put it in your mouth. What was the uh, most disappointing thing? Everywhere you went, it just smelled like shit. Also, I heard that that you should always go to the bathroom, especially ladies, go to the bathroom in McDonald's because otherwise there are just holes in the ground. Oh, that's true. McDonald's yeah. had a really nice... Really, where it's at is KFC. You want to go to the bathroom in KFC, but <laughs> when you go to the bathroom on a train, a moving train where there's just a hole in the floor, you could really just go to the bathroom anywhere in China as a woman. <laughs> you can do anything, ladies. <laughs> ladies. This is free. You can do anything you want. You can go into the bathroom in a moving train with just a hole in the ground, and you can stare at the tracks and take a poop. China is strange. Again... Back, back to the subject at hand. You were on Facebook, yeah? Mm-hmm. You did Twitter? I do. Um, what's the big, big three? Instagram? 
Instagram. I have an Instagram. Okay. What is too far? I, I realize that we, we've kind of hit a point where Facebook takes care of a lot of things. Twitter is, is there for certain things. Instagram is there for certain things. What is too far in that? Because I feel like Foursquare, um, Vine to a certain extent, Snapchat, like some of the- gone. Vine yeah, is gone. Vine is gone. But, uh, which is sad. Vine had some, Vine had some things. Really funny things. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. What is the point where we realize this is, this is crazy. This is a little too much. Because four, like, Foursquare seems to be like, that was the point where I realized this is crazy. Snapchat's pretty bad, but Foursquare was like the one that was, you're checking in and just blasting your, your not, location hey, to I'm everybody. Not at home. Go ahead and steal my shit. <laughs> it's really bad. Not to be confused with like 4chan, right? Very Square. much not to be confused okay, with 4chan. Good. 4chan and Foursquare, totally different things. But Foursquare, uh, you were trying to check in the most at different places. Oh, so and, like, oh, yeah. And 4chan is just full of a bunch of racists and bigots that draw pornography of anything and everything. That's what 4chan is. So, I mean, kind of similar, but you got a little distinction there. I see it. Um, but yeah, what, what was the, the point that it tipped over? Or, or did it ever tip over for you? Do you think where we've gone too far and we can't turn back? I mean, there, there's a lot of people that I just feel like they overshare just too much. And then it worries me about like how much we share about children Yeah. on Facebook or Instagram or anything. Like, I don't want to know about your child potty training and you <laughs> may or may not have a friend who's a pedophile yeah, that sure. you don't know. And you're just giving them free fodder. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, hopefully uh, this is the, for the record, this so far, it's still the worst thing I've probably said on this podcast. Hopefully, they're just jerking off to that. There you go. I just want to put that as opposed to trying to I mean, touch your child. Exactly. If we can find a solution what, that I want, prevents I want, them from getting to your kids, even yeah. if that means creating like a life-size doll that they could just fuck instead of your actual <laughs> children. We the, solu- the solutions we are coming up with right now, I feel, are not any better than any. Well, I guess they are because the I mean, children are safe. Though, as long as it's not your own kids, right? I get what well, yeah, the children being safe is number one, but I feel no, like that's, that's always the question. Are you enabling or are you preventing? That's the, that's mm. the, that's the real question. We really have to think about this now. Uh, well, it's like the methadone clinics, like where you can go in and get high get while a, being a, watched by someone medically trained to make sure you don't overdose. You can, yeah, you can just get a little high, just a little high. Just barely high. Do we overshare because we are because we want to or because it becomes easier? I think it's like a feedback system, like where you're so many people are intent on getting that little bit of social interaction back where instead of having meaningful physical interactions, they're having like, oh my gosh, how many likes did I get on this picture? Or like that falsified reinforcement. And that... Uh, gratification yeah so like if you if i say like oh my gosh i'm pregnant like you're gonna have like all these people, people are gonna like blow up and say like oh congratulations da, 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 da. and then i'd have to like be like here's the next update in my pregnancy for more reactions to like remind them hey baby, baby, don't forget i'm pregnant uh, I am not pregnant, by the way. <laughs> so at least I know. Yeah, you know that you your test was from the dollar store, so I feel like that's not as mm. not the most valid thing in the world. It's no. Lawrence, baby. And it's gonna, gonna be a beautiful baby. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be beautiful. Beautiful black and Korean baby. Somehow, <laughs> how did that happen? Um, no, I, I I try. I know 
a lot of my aversion to social media is because I know how addictive it can be. So I have to actively say, I know what likes to. I know what uh, the thumbs ups and the the responses give me. They they that shot of you know that little drip of endorphins, that that little morphine, that little yeah. thing that lights me up. I know it's there. I want to take that away from me because it can be addictive. And I I, I pull this up. I finally have actually something that matters for the podcast that I read. <laughs> From a Gizmodo article, and we're just going to get real technical on you. The former Facebook president admits to admits it's exploiting vulnerability in human psychology was his quote. And, he's, and the article goes on to say about how it's when he was president of Facebook, mm-hmm. he said to himself, what can we do to make that make people get to our site? It is now the number t- it's has been for a while. The second most viewed website in the world. What's number one? Google. Really? Not RedTube? God damn it. No, it's cl- actually this full full disclosure, it's Pornhub is the top porn site and it it is like the number 5. It's up in top 10. Huh. Well, I figured like it'd be RedTube, then Pornhub, then Motherless. No, and mother going to fucking put my balls right expose them right here right now. Motherless is not that it is not that ubiquitous of a site. RedTube is Pretty, but I think they're also owned by a lot of the same companies, RedTube and, and Pornhub. But also Pornhub's like by far it's the the more viewed one. Anyway, Mama, please stop listening to this podcast <laughs> twenty minutes ago. Uh, From the very beginning, <laughs> just turn it off. My my parents don't know how to do a podcast, but no, it's it's in top ten. Um, I, I again, I, I know I'm gonna get burned for that. It's like, oh, uh, actually, it's uh, number fifteen. So fuck you, whatever. But no, Google's number one, Facebook's number two, and and they pushed for that. They always said, we want to try and make this to where you have to come, give you the things that you need, put that, li- they gamified that entire situation, and he is now on record saying he exploited, he feels bad about it, he feels he pushed this, the society the way it is, and we can't come back, we're not going to go back to quote-unquote meaningful face-to-face interactions. We're not going to go back to seeing our primary source of reinforcement as this small, intimate interactions. We need, and we are going to have to forever and ever, amen, have to have an online presence and have to be concerned with what nobodies and strangers think of us. Mm-hmm. And have we gone off that cliff and just said, you know what, we're done. We're, we're going that way forever and we're never going to turn back? I feel like for our generation future generations there's no no real going back like i feel like a lot of us are probably gonna try to curb back some but overall there's way more people who are going to keep feeding into that social media like have to have this more than people who are to be like hey maybe it's not wise for me to put out there like on Foursquare that i'm now in a different part of the state and it's free to rob my house <laughs> Like, when people tag me and stuff, like, if, if they say they're at the movies with me or wherever, I make it so that I don't acknowledge that tag to show up on my feed until days after. <laughs> because I don't want people to know where I am. It's none of their business where I am. I feel like, irrespective of it being people's business, I need... Fuck you. You can call me out on this however you want. But don't... Anybody out there listening, don't tell me you're not in the same boat. I need to be able to lie straight up. I need some ability to say, hey, listen, 
I was late because of this innocuous thing when really I was hanging out at the bar too long or I was doing this right, doing something irresponsible. Like, you know what? Everybody I was getting ha- cheese on the couch instead of getting ready. Yeah. Everybody was happier to know that I that I hit traffic and was trying. When you know I'm just an asshole, like oh, you're just an asshole. Well, like who wins from that? I was still late. So that's the ultimate point of that. But now it just paints me as an asshole, despite the fact that I have value exceeding this concept of me just being late. Because I'm late for a lot of things, as you all know. Uh, <laughs> but it, I'm still a pretty good person, you know? So what? who won just by being able to call me out? Who won by negating my ability to tell little white lies? You know, and yeah. I feel like that's one of the things that really gets gets a bug up me about tagging and things like that. Yeah. On the subject of that, like when people ask you to do things and you just don't want to, does it bother you that you can't like that most people don't accept no? Like, hey, you want to do this? No. Well, why not? And it feels terrible to say because I just don't fucking want to. I don't know. Um, I, I have some friends who ask me to do stuff. And then if I say no, I don't want, like, if I say, like, no, I can't. And I try to leave it at no, I can't. They're like, why? And then I'm like, should I tell them that I really am not interested in seeing it with them? <laughs> <laughs> or should I, like, say, like, I can't because I feel sick? Depends. Uh, always depends on the relationship. It's so hard. I, I, the... I have a friend that invites me to a lot of things that <laughs> I just, his name's Thomas. Uh, yeah, I, I, um. felt like, I felt like this is going to be one of those things you're just staring me in the face like, I have a friend that invites you a lot of things. Like, don't I invite you to a lot of things and you don't I come? I actually really do like that Thomas invites me things. It's a fun time. Yeah. But I, I try to do unique things is yeah. the, the big thing. But um, whenever I'm like, no, it's okay, I'm not really interested, they don't accept that as a valid answer. And then when they push about it, then I'm just going to be like, oh, I have to work. And then I won't do anything because I have to feel like I have to uphold that line yeah, yeah. I have to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because otherwise you'll get tagged. You're like, hey, what the fuck? I saw you out there doing this thing. You're There's a picture of you and Thomas at the bar. What the fuck, man? Yeah, exactly. We need those li- white lies. Um, and I'm, I'm breaking ground. I hope this gets 100,000 views specifically because I'm breaking ground about these lies. I, it always depends on the kind of the level of the relationship. Uh, the good friends, you can get, I, can, I can always gauge what they'd be into i'm not gonna say hey you you should come out and do this thing that i know you're not into or see this movie that i know you don't care about i'll still invite (laughs) them but i won't concern myself as much with them saying no if they they say no i get it i get it so it it becomes that uh, matter of knowing your friend and how much though i think i think it's a personal thing early in relationships you have to put up with bullshit. You have to see a bunch of shitty movies that you don't like. You have to go out to their <laughs> stupid friggin' concerts or like, hey, I'm playing at this bar in the stupid band that you hate. You want to come see? Of course not. But you know what? I'm building this relationship. We have to start this way. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that. Hmm. Just you mean me. like they don't wear that mask to make other people feel comfortable or they don't take the time to build up that relationship? I think I think the former. The, they don't put the mask on to try to build because two people independent that have never met each other you're going to have you're going to have your differences you're going to have this disparity between what you like and what you don't like and whatever and this person is just trying to put their hand out and say hey here's a thing that i like here's a thing that's going on in my life would you come out and do it and if you have for the most part 
some good gels, good mixing. If you just go out and do their thing that you might not be that interested in, it'll be fine. The, 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 the majority of the relationship will be a lot better if you don't, if you just say, you know what, I'm going to take this hit and go watch this fucking baseball game. I don't give a shit about baseball, but I'll go watch this baseball game and hang out with them until we realize, oh, we have all these things in common. All of our relationships go really well. The baseball thing's just not something we're going to get along with, you know, and, and that's their first thing they, they threw, out, threw out there for you. Let's go to a Reds game. Let's go to a, you know, baseball game. So then do you think social media has made us more transparent or that social media is taking out that uh, necessary step to build that initial relationship? I don't know. I think... Because if it does one, you can't really do the other, can you? Wait, wait, go... I think it depends on the personality. Because, like, if we're doing the baseball thing, like... If, say, Thomas and I go to a baseball game and Thomas hates the baseball game going with me, and I tag both of us going, like, oh, my God, we're having so much fun. <laughs> and then Thomas on Instagram goes, this crazy white bitch next to me drags why, me. Why, why does white got to come in there? Jesus. They don't even know you're white, do they? I don't know if I brought that up. I'm Blasian and I'm beautiful. There you go. <laughs> um, But, like, if Thomas goes on Instagram because he knows I don't have Instagram and goes, I'm hating my life right now because... <laughs> I'm sitting behind a guy who smells bad at a baseball game, but I'm doing it because Ellen won me too. Then it's like, you know, it gives you that transparency a little bit because people feel like they can vent about anything on, on social media and it may or may not get back to the person that they're venting about. <laughs> Going the- back to that autonomous yeah, negativity. That might be a good thing though, because if there is the ability for me to express myself freely, but still demonstrate that I'm doing this despite those those negative feelings might be a good thing. I'm never inviting you to a baseball game again, Thomas. <laughs> I like baseball. Although, uh, funny thing enough, there's, an, there's a show called Adam Ruins Everything. I love that yeah. show. It's a great and show. And he's got a segment on social media about whether or not we're becoming more tight-knit or more separated from each other. I feel like this is just completely anecdotal. I feel like we are getting tighter with each of our groups, but separating as a unit. If we may, I try as and individual, yeah. I try and keep politics and world news off this because it's just a bullshit podcast. But it seems as though the state of this country is that people are louder and stronger and more adamant about their feelings, but those three or four or five groups could not be further away from each other. These people that are the the white supremacists, holy shit, are they like in there now? Like, oh, I, I was kind of like a white supremacist, but you know, I don't want to tell people. But now they're just banding together. It's like, we're just fucking racist. We're just letting that shit fly. These people out here that are the uh, Black Lives Matter, I guess to use the most directly opposing uh, faction, are like, well, you know, they're, they're beating black people in the streets, but nobody cares. And then they just got loud. But now, there are, those two factions are very close in their own circles, but opposing each other, and they could not be further apart. And that's, it, it's disappointing, because at some point, we were all this mash. We all kind of had to seek the center. And now we have the strength and the ability to live in echo chambers, as the word has come up so much in the last two years. And I love that. I love that expression. We live in echo chambers. We can find data that verify our opinions and we can 
nit, or excuse me, cherry pick and get information that just backs us up. Every wrong thing, things that are flat up wrong, you can just straight up find things to back you up on. Like data that's just stretched and bled any other way. So it used to be 70%. We all took like, okay, this is just kind of the average thing. The average person likes this. But now we're, we're in this point where this side and that side, which are both minority sides, feel very strong about things. And we are, we are together but separate. You know? Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. This podcast has suddenly become really deep, and I don't have enough beer for this. <laughs> <laughs> there is more in the, a. There's more in the fridge, but b. We're also we're also running about an hour and something, so we're 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 getting the fuck out of here. How about this? We're gonna go end to, on a happy note. What is that? End on a happy note. Oh no 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 uh, no! I think that's a it's a it's a happy well, note. We're we're finding people. Or we could end it on a note that really makes Jim and Michael happy <laughs> What's where that? it's unhappy they don't they don't they don't listen to this podcast tell me ellen thomas what is one thing just in, in the big ether of things where you're just kind of sitting there about pop culture something you predicted incredibly right and something you predicted incredibly wrong oh that's really difficult yeah you just sat there and said ah this this artist isn't going to be shit or this this is just a fad or whatever just almost one thing you picked right and one thing you picked wrong it's so difficult. I'm really not into like pop culture at all. Not necessarily pop culture. It's just any like did you did you expect fidget spin? Did you expect pogs to stay around? Like this is the new I thing. I have my pogs. <laughs> I bet you do. I do still have all my pogs. Mm. I have like three sleeves. Three sleeves of, of Alf pogs or whatever. <laughs> Jesus, you could you could sell you could sell those on eBay for a nickel right now. <laughs> Along with your, uh, I'm your, gonna get my mom to find those and bring them back for me, and then we're gonna play some pogs. Your Seamus beanie baby or whatever that's like worth fifteen cents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I didn't. I did predict that Furbies would not last very long. Good, I solid. Furbies <laughs> are stupid. Yeah, they they went away. We we, we did away with. We, we did got away with Furbies. We got now we back. have like some kind of Hatchimal thing, which is remarkably like a Furby. They're all Furbies. They're all tickle me. Well, tickle me almost not so much, but Tamagotchis and Furby—they're all kind of Furbies. Yeah, they're all kind of your living pet thing, you know. Thing I got wrong, I don't know. I haven't. I don't know. I'm just always <laughs> right about everything. I'm always oh. right. No, like no, the I'm only glad thing you asked her this question because I'm like, I've got nothing right now. Uh, it's <laughs> nothing. Fine. No, the so the last bet I made was actually on sexual partners. It's not <laughs> pop culture at all. That's fine. I'm going to call my friend out. So my friend... Uh, wow, take that, Ellen's friend. Yes, so my friend and I had a party, and hopefully none of the girls that went to that party are listening. But <laughs> I'm going to make sure they are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I had a guy friend. We were having a party, and we I didn't make a bet with him, but I made bets with other people at that party about which female he would go to bed with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I lost. I didn't pick the right female. It was no females mm. because he's a gentleman and he does not sleep with women at random parties. That's uh. the answer. <laughs> no, this guy's a slut, is what you're basically he saying. He's a slut. Oh, jeez. But apparently it didn't actually happen. But he did take some female back to the bedroom. But because he was so sloppy drunk, it didn't happen. So he was a little disappointed himself. But he ended up, of the top two choices, he still got both girls at a later date. Nice. So Solid. I was wrong, but I was also right. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong for that night. I chose the wrong female. But yeah, there we go. That's my most recent. <laughs> <laughs> what were you terribly wrong about? 
Uh, I chose the wrong color tank top girl. <laughs> He's into tank top girls. Is that what it is? No, they were just like it's best to like not name them right out. We just called it on the bets of the people who were in on it. Like, see, do yeah. you think the pink tank top or the black tank top are gonna get it? Always bet on pink. Not the expression. Uh, Lauren, you got anything? Pink um, did not win. I'd bet on pink. Always bet on, <laughs> always bet on pink. Got anything? I always knew that Lance Bass was gay. That's a good one. That is a total good. Oh, um, which there's nothing wrong with that. Wait, wait, wait. There, there's another uh, member of Insync that's gay. Well, is not, there? Not that Insync fucking matters it's not anymore. Joey, is it? I don't know which one. It's not Justin, and it's not Lance because Lance is already established as gay, mm-hmm. and it's not Justin because Justin is is straight. Um, so and if it's not Joey, then it must be the other guy that nobody can. Remember there's his name. five <laughs> members of Insync. You're oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's how people. That's how little of a shit people give about NSYNC. Is the, the fact that they're uh, like, oh, there are, those are the four people in NSYNC. There's a guy who's a big even... enough impression. <laughs> I wish the Spice Girls were still around. Uh, no, do that, you? Do you? I do. It's funny you say that about the Spice Girls because the thing that I predicted that hasn't happened yet is yeah, that. Whoa, whoa! Stop giving yourself too much credit. It's not going to happen. Whatever this is, they were not. supposed oh, to no, do a world tour no. again. But then, oh wait, so. Let's, okay, so what okay. I thought was going to happen was that they would find the missing Spice Girl uh-huh. and that they'd get back together. But as far as I know, they haven't found the missing Spice the Girl. The missing Spice Girl? Red Star, if you're the missing Spice Girl. <laughs> <laughs> There's a missing Spice Girl? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? What's going on Apparently, here? I don't know which one it is. It's, well, well, if you, well, if David, you Google it, David and Beckham, whichever one doesn't pop up. David Beckham's still married to a girl, uh, Victoria. Um, Mel B is uh, is on one of the one of the talent shows, so I know she's around. So there's three other ones that I don't know. What, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, three by the way, not two other ones. Jeez, you don't know how many Spice Girls there are. Um, <laughs> I remember being being I guess both technically right and wrong about the Nintendo Wii. I I remember them saying like this is a video game and you have this remote and you point it around and blah blah blah. Like this is gonna be bullshit. Nobody wants to play with stupid ass Nintendo. That's gonna be the stupidest. Biggest failure. It was the biggest success of all time. It crushed numbers, and Nintendo made a trillion dollars off that shit, and I was super wrong. What's I, great about that, though, is that when you have that game, No More Heroes, I don't know if you guys know what No More Heroes That's one of my favorite games. Love yeah. No More Heroes. It's like a obscure, you're the superhero who has to go and kick bad guy's ass, but you're only doing it so you can get tail with this one Whoa, secret agent. No, ah. no, no. Technically but, speaking, he just wants to be the best assassin in the world. And he has to oh, kill. He true. has to kill. He has to he's go through the assassin. ranks. At, he's number 11. He has to kill the top 10 assassins. That's what it is. But he's really only doing it so that he can get with that one. I mean. But the great thing is he's got this sword, like this lightsaber sword, uh-huh. but sometimes it loses power. So in order to charge it up, he has to go into a corner and... He has to, to shake sh- it. He has to shake it. He has to shake it. However, like you know. if you're if you're gonna do it, you may it's like it's like a shake weight. Like you can do a shake weight like this or like this. Like, come on, if you've got a shake weight, you may as well lean into if it. If you're really talented, you can double down, shake one saber and shake yours. It is we is you can do the you, there's so little you know about. Ju- like, let's see mm, if I'm we gonna, can I'm, get to number one from number eleven. Let's I, start counting down. Eleven. That's a that's a very sp- please don't do that because that's a very specific. I'm 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 uh, going to I'm going to uh, uh, edit out or I'm going to uh, 
cut out that piece of audio information and use that for a very specific masturbation purpose, by the way. You know that, right? Oh, I'm, I'm hoping I will be disappointed if you don't. Well, you, well, I have it now, so there. That's a very... And we don't want you to become schizophrenic, so... Well, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm expecting it to go all full remix, get myself a little techno beat, kind of like um, InfoWars. Problem, the problem is you didn't... It, there was no... There's, there's 11 and 10, and I know what's next, but if there's not a 3, 2, 1, I don't know. Somebody out there. Shazam. It has to be her voice. Shazam. Shazam. It has to be her Somebody voice. Somebody out there saying, is going to make a remix of this. Saying the thing. No? Okay, good. <laughs> I wanted to bait that out. <laughs> uh, so what's the thing that you got right, then? Oh, the thing I got right? I know I was wrong about Katy Perry, too. I was kind of right about Taylor Swift. I wrote an article about her when she was like 19 or something, when she was just kind of that country. And she had a few hits or whatever. I was like, by the way, keep your eye on this girl. Like, I think she's going to be the next big thing. And then the Kanye West thing happened. She blew up. And Mm. now she's the biggest star in the world. I was like, huh, fucking told all you bastards. Taylor Swift's going to be a thing. What Jim sees in her, I'll never know. She, eh, eh, She's talented. She can play the guitar and can sing pretty well. I mean, she knows how to get the popular beats. Yeah. Sure, she, uh, there's she's, a formula to that. Though. Yeah, she's not revolutionary. She's just she just sells a lot of sells a lot of t- uh, CDs. Whatever. You see that new music video though, where she's all like sci-fi. I have Which not. One? It's it's one of the newer ones where she's got like some Ghost in the Shell shit going on. Oh no, I haven't seen and that. And her android self is like riding a pony. And the pony has mechanical armor on it. And then the next thing you know, she's going all Dementor. And there's like Doom <laughs> stuff <face>. going on. <laughs> Mad Max shit. Mad Max shit. Okay, yeah. I feel like I haven't watched a Taylor Swift video in a while. Um, I think I need to that get... That might be for the best. I don't know. I feel th- Music videos in general are rather odd to me. Some of them are really good. Some of them it's like, did you just go... What can be the weirdest thing we can show to these lyrics? And then people are going to be like, what the fuck? And watch it repeatedly. But I like that, though. I like I like that that idea of 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 having interesting visuals. Like my my mix on my YouTube is just a bunch of music videos that have interesting visuals, you know, that aren't just like, oh, it's me singing from the band. Like, ah, whatever, you know, something cool. Give me something. Give me something to work with. Arca- uh, not Arcade Fire. The, the, the showbiz pizza guys that would sing... With the thing. It scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, should we uh, get the fuck out of here? It's, it's been a while. Sure. Yeah, Let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, Ellen, she up to, what you up to next? What's going on in your life? What's, what's coming up for you? I'm going back to Maryland. Going back to Maryland I'm forever? Going back to Maryland. No. For how long? For like three days. Yeah, sweet. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, what you got? What's coming up? What's new with you? Or what's going on with you? What are you, what are you into? What are you going to do next? Mm, have a few paintings and illustrations I've got to finish for third act publishing that were due like two years ago. Oh, oh so, yeah. Third act, third yeah. act publishing. You're uh, our, our mutual friend, Jim and, and Greg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're uh, their whole thing. Yeah. She's an artist for the, for those people. Yeah. Yeah. Those people. Yeah. Those so people. anyways, every day I'm like, guys, please lower your standards as low as possible. So that when I give you these paintings, you won't be disappointed in me. And then Jim's like, no, I only expect brilliance. And I'm like, God damn fucking yeah. All right. I feel I'm going to boost the crit. Who's shit out of that audio? Um, I, I, there's, I feel like you, you have to be on another episode to explain all this nonsense about what you've done. You have a very interesting life and we have not delved not into really. any of it. You really, 
Ellen has an interesting life because she's dealing with diseases all day long. Like patients have actually died. Yeah, but you're doing at her work. You're doing <laughs> because <the>. of Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Um, Hopefully, yeah, whatever. Lauren, give us some plugs. What, what are you? Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, your home address. People need to stalk you. What, what do you need to? Uh, you can find me at Lauren Page. On Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I feel like that's not true at all. Um, <laughs> sure. Just remember, it's Lauren with an A, not Lauren with an E. Is it really Lauren Page? Lauren Page. I wanna, I'm going to do that. Page is my middle name. I'm going to look that up. And that's probably not true. Anyway, cause, wait. Yeah, oh, I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of Ellen Page. I was like, bullshit. You can't have somebody's. Oh, that's, that's our Ellen Page. name. Her future child is Ellen Page. <laughs> Ellen Page. Is, is Ellen Page older than you? I think so. Sorry, who's Ellen Page? Uh, Juno. Juno. Oh, you know what? No, um, yeah, exactly. Ever since I saw her on Super, with that oh, one yeah. scene oh, with yeah, the yeah, office yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, is. And not... she was also in that one movie when she was like really young about pedophiles. Yeah, yeah, candy. Ha- hard candy. Hard candy. Yeah, she's in a lot yeah. of things. She's pretty good. Um, I don't no. know if I want to be associated with that. No, we'll just associate with Kate Mara. Um, anyway. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, oh! For all our listeners out there, she looks exactly. Lauren looks exactly like Kate Mara. No, I don't. I look she really does. Like she Zoe Barnes. Re- yeah, she really does. Is it Kate Mara? I don't think I'm. I think I'm actually Kate Mooney. I don't know. No. Anyway, Ellen. Yes. I know. I ask you this every time. What do you? Where we? Where we? Where can we find you at? Oh. It doesn't matter. You don't I have don't to give know. anything. You can find me at the corner of 7-Eleven and Hooker Street. <laughs> Side note, there's probably a Hooker Street. And there's, pro- there's probably a bunch of nice houses on Hooker Street. So there. Probably. And it's probably a 7-Eleven and you'll find me there. Uh, whatever. With my Blasian self. With your Blasian <laughs> self and a switchblade. Just remember, <laughs> you're looking for a Blasian person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, a, yeah, a Blasian lo- person with a switchblade. Exa- Please that's a, bring your value. That's a very specific thing. All right, we have gotten absolutely nothing accomplished today, and I feel great about it. And again, I, I, Ellen, I never know how to end these podcasts. Seduction, destruction, out. Oh, nope, nope, we're not going to end on that. We're going to keep going. We're going to no, keep going. It's not what happens on the podcast. It's what happens inside your butthole. No, I'm going to keep going. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. Let, letting it keep things inside your butthole. Can we say butthole in this podcast? <laughs> I mean, we can say punk cunt and twat waffle, so why not? Can we? Because I'm... Oh, which, by the way, I am trademarking that. Tater Twat is my fake wrestler name. Oh, yeah, that's if pretty good. That's would pretty like good. Oh, God, I'm wrestling. losing sponsors as and we speak. Okay, now I'm, that's I'm how you end the podcast. I'm looking for a sidekick whose gonna... name is going to be Twat Waffle. If you're interested, just call 555. All right, enough of that.